Hey, welcome to Pushover to Badass. This is Corinne King here, and we are just going on a little journey from being the little pushover that we are or once were to the badass that we know that we are. But this will take some action, this will take some soul searching, and mainly just some action, some badass action to get us to the next level. So today's topic, we're bringing Michelle Obama, someone who is loved and respected in the world of business and women and a world leader. And it's such a simple quote, but I've been writing it down now for months. Um, Let me just start with the quote. One of the things I realized, if you don't take control over your time, in your life, other people will gobble it up. It doesn't sound super profound, but think about it. If you aren't taking control of your time, then you aren't taking control of your life, and you are just the puppet for the people around there to pull strings to say, hey, come over here. Hey, you do this. Hey, I say jump, you say how high. And a lot of times when we were in that employee situation with a boss, we tend to let them take control of our time, which is taking control of our life. That is not okay. And if you're striving to become a leader, to become better, to become a badass, to become respected, you have to take control of that. And just because they're your boss doesn't mean they get to control your life. And typically, you know, you're probably listening to this. If naturally you are kind of that pushover and you want so much more in life and you really want to grow a pair to go to the next level in life, and you're never going to do that if other people are taking advantage of your time and your life. You have to prioritize yourself. This is the other part of the quote. I didn't even write it down, but something along the lines of, If you don't prioritize yourself, you'll just keep falling lower and lower and lower on that ladder of priority, and you'll never create the life that you really want to. So today we're just going to talk about ways for you to take control of your time and prioritize. I can't even say the word, but prioritize yourself and then you will get your life back. You will be able to grow and expand and to become that amazing, badass human that you are. So the first step to getting your time back and to getting your life back when those go hand in hand, right? Time is life. Every moment that happens is life. Stop handing it over to someone. And you need to first start with recognizing the problem. Look at your entire life, 360, every aspect of it. Feel free to pause me for a second, grab a pen and paper, and just take it all in from when you wake up in the morning to when you go to work to when you come back home. Look at all that different areas of your life. 
and recognize where other people are taking from you. And yes, I mean, this can be spouses and family and friends and kids. And it's hard to admit that because that's who we love. A lot of times you just think work and bosses and colleagues and clients, they are wasting my time. They're taking up my time. But look at everything. And also you have to look at your priority in life. So whatever this brings up in you right now, feel free to write it down. Or just keep listening. So once you've figured out your priorities, you've looked at your life completely, recognize some areas where you've seen people take advantage of your time. And this is when you're just kind of being the yes man and saying yes no matter what, even if someone is taking advantage of your time. And I'll give a couple of of examples, but it's different for everyone. Mine usually equates to work. I've always let my work take over my time. Until about the past year, which I found with me taking control of my time, not only am I more productive at work, I've gained more respect from others and from myself, and I have a heck of a lot more free time that I get to decide what to do with, not other people. And I'll give two examples. My, um, I, I used to be the girl, you know, boss would say, do this. I say, yes, yes, ma'am, I got it right now. And this could be at 8 o'clock at night or 5 o'clock in the morning. Or on a Sunday when I'm with my, you know, family or husband. And that was my time. Was it necessary for those things to be done right away? Nope. I don't even know why I was doing that. Anyways, I built this um, expectation that that's who I am. I am your go-to girl, and I was so darn proud of that. You know, I was reliable, and you know what that boss did? They only came to me for things, and for a while, that made me feel good. You know, well, I'm the go-to girl. But you know what that boss did? She didn't care if she was taking up my Sunday or my 8 p.m. Netflix binging with my husband time. That was important to me. Um, you know, we, we need our alone time. Things don't have to be done right away. I eventually became very, you know, I expected her to understand that, but I was letting her do that. I had to take my control back, but it took a while. So what I started to do was, even if I was able to answer a text message or an email or something at seven in the morning, I just chose not to. I ignored it. I made time for myself. And this goes with also making appointments for yourself. I mean, we'll get into that a little bit more, but, um, That's just one example. I just, she was controlling my life. I couldn't go out on the boat or go swimming or go do anything because I didn't have my phone with me. And this is on a Saturday, my personal time. And because I was letting her control that. 
And eventually I took that back. My time is back. My life is back. I have full control over my life now. But it took a good year and a half for me to learn how to, I guess, grow a pair to put my foot down, not answer things and prioritize myself and my life and what's important in my life. That's why it's so important to prioritize that. Another example is a client of mine, actually a very big client. And we had an appointment and this actually happened twice. Um, We had an appointment, set time, four o'clock we'll say. And I told him, I said, you know, I have an appointment at 5.30. You know what my appointment was? Sitting in my hammock, drinking a glass of wine. I know that some people might be completely against that. Well, it's not really an appointment. He doesn't know that. I didn't tell him what I was actually doing. But it's important other people respect my time as well. Because if not, I'm going to build this... I guess, idea about myself out and project it to other people, this perception that I will just say how high when they tell me to jump. Is that how it goes? They say jump, I say how high. No, that's not how it goes. I'm good at what I do. I know my worth. Know your worth. Anyways, going. I sometimes I go on a little tangent, but going back to this client, All right, four o'clock comes around. I get there. I am, you know, I'm a woman to my word. So I get there at four o'clock. I tell him, hey, I'm here. He's like, all right, right around the corner. 4.15, I'm like, hey, where are you? I still have to get out of here at five o'clock. Oh, lunch ran, you know, or afternoon lunch that they had or something ran a little bit longer. I was like, all right, I'll wait till 4.30. I mean, I already was letting him take too much advantage. Then finally I wrote him and said, I'm sorry, I can't stay any longer. Old Corinne would have waited until 5 o'clock. So eventually he's like, oh, I can make it there like 5 o'clock, 5.15. I had the time to do it. But at that point, I just wasted one, an hour of my time. I was letting him control my life. And all I said was, sorry, I have to go to my appointment. Can't meet, we'll have to reschedule. Simple as that, taking control of your time. Just an example. I mean, you could see this with friends or family or even your kids. I know it's hard to say. But put yourself first. Eventually, you're going to get angry and resentful if you aren't taking control of your time. Because your time is your life. And eventually... Other people will gobble it up if you let them. Thank you, Michelle Obama, for those brilliant words. I've been living by it for quite a while. And, you know, I really respect her. So I really, you know, take those words to heart. It came from a good human. Um, Anyways, to go forward. So now we've recognized it, the areas in our life where we're letting people take advantage of our time. Maybe you put a face and a name on that individual and that is perfectly fine as well. And you're going to see those individuals throughout your life that know how to manipulate and take advantage of other people's time. Maybe it's not intentional, but a lot of it is too because they've learned to take control of their time. And I bet you they're some of the most successful people out there because they took control of their time. Um, 
Sometimes that means taking control of others. Try not to become that person. Um, But take your life back. Let's get started. So step one to taking your life back are some tools that you can take out to the field and start working on that inner badass. Um, So let's start here. Know your priorities. When was the last time you busted out a pen and paper and wrote down what was important to you? Like really how you visualize your life. Sometimes I think we're told what should be important to us. But like really, like how do you see your life? How do you want to spend your time? And break it down into chunks of time. Close your eyes and visualize. Where are you? Who are you with? Are you traveling the world? Are you building your empire? Are you dancing with your girlfriends under the moonlight? I don't know where that came from, but are you with family around a big dinner table every holiday? Like what in your life is most important? What brings you most joy? If you die tomorrow, now we're getting a little morbid, but let's go that deep. Where would you have want your time spent? Break it down into chunks. Visualize it. Meditate on it. Whatever you need to do. Pause me if you need to. Bring out the pen and paper and just start writing. Nothing in order now. Nothing too serious. Write. And after you wrote down all those things that are important to you, what you prioritize, now try and order them. One through ten, one through three, whatever you wrote down. Put the most important at the top. And sometimes you can't just do this in one minute and 50 seconds. Um, so give yourself time. Pause this. Get those priorities straight because that is the base of everything. Um, once you have those, it'll help the next steps be a little bit easier. Because if you have lived your entire life as the pushover in the office, the one that can't speak up and is taken advantage of. It's really hard to put your foot down when you don't have your priorities straight. Once you have that list, tear it out of the book and carry it around with you. And whenever you need to, and you need that little push, pull that out and see if whatever's happening is in line with your priorities. If not, let it push you. All right. So now we've determined, know your priorities, stick to them. Let that drive you. Let that be your base for moving forward. And I will tie this all in about how that works with getting your time back, which is getting your life back. The life that you want, that you are dreaming of, you have to take control now. So the next one, which is so important to me, I spoke about it earlier, that this is what I started to do and this is where I saw the biggest difference in my life was making appointments with myself and sticking to them. No matter how silly they were, I stuck to them. I became so much happier. I mean, even if that time was like doing nothing, I stuck to it. I gave myself back. I mean, doing nothing is a beautiful thing. That may be another topic for another day. But make those appointments with yourself and stick to them no matter what. If you need to write them down in a book, or, you know, the way that I really started out was um, I'd made appointments with other people to just break away. My issue was always work. 
you know, I always let my boss just take advantage of that. Every morning I became the girl that she texts at 7 a.m. Hey, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this? Even though I had a long laundry list. And then I would leave and get a text at 7.30, 8 o'clock at night to do something because she knew she could take advantage of my time and I would do it. I would jump as high as she wanted me to. And you know what? I was angry. And my work was suffering and my personal life was suffering. And this is even better for your boss. They don't know that. But I had to start making appointments. So I started out kind of making appointments with the friends of mine to go for a walk or meet for lunch. Something that kind of just broke that cycle of, you know, try and recognize the cycles. I didn't even write that down, but uh, I'm just kind of letting this flow. So that's the way I started out. That might not work for you. I mean, of course, make sure it's an appointment that you want to do. So if getting fit is important. Um, But whatever it is, break the cycle of where you find people taking advantage of your time and where you, it's not necessarily them. Sorry to break it to you. They may be an asshole. Um, And they are taking advantage of your time. But, you know, you let them do that. So, but you can take it back. That's the beauty of this. You let them, let's take it back. So make those appointments. Go write in your phone, in your calendar, right now. Share with everyone in your office, at home. Hey, this is my time between five and six. No one bother me. You don't have to tell them what it's about. I told you the story earlier of my client who... We had an appointment and he thought it was okay to write me like, hey, I'm not going to be there for 15. All right. All right. Sometimes I'll give people the benefit of of the doubt still. Oh, I'm not going to be there for another 15. I was like, oh my God. And finally I was like, you know what? I can't stay any longer. I have to go. I have an appointment. I went home, drank myself a bottle of wine and sat in my hammock. My dad would argue with me that we must do everything for our clients. But imagine if everyone did that with our time. That's like a couple hours each day. Imagine what I could do with those couple hours. I could build that empire I always wanted to. Or make more money with another guy, you know, or find more clients or sit in a hammock and drink wine. It doesn't matter what it is. Just make that appointment. Stick to it. Try it for one week. Start with just one day. One day. That's Monday coming up, which I know that's the craziest day, the hardest day. I don't know. Challenge yourself. Make those appointments, put it in your book. I don't care what they are. I am leaving work at 5 p.m. And you will find that making those appointments, working long hours and stretching yourself does not make you more productive. Just an FYI. When I cut my hours down, I was producing so much higher. That's just a little side note. I don't think, I mean, it does have something to do with this because when I started to set those appointments... I started working less and I was able to prioritize myself and my work and my personal life and my time. And I had not only having it organized and not so chaotic, I had some mind space to think clearly. When you don't have that mind space, you're going to go crazy to make those appointments. That was my one of the best tips I can give, but you have to follow through. Not just write them down. Like, it is five o'clock, set an alarm on your phone, gotta go. 
if you need, um, you know how people have like workout buddies and stuff like that to motivate them. If you need the buddy system, pull someone in. It doesn't mean you have to go for a walk. You know, I remember five o'clock every Friday, my girlfriend and I would go have these martinis one hour and it forced me out of the office and it forced me to get my work done. And, you know, there's so much benefit that did come from that. But the main part is, is I took my time back. And, you know, that's also going along with, you know, I think I said boss and family and clients, just make appointments for yourself and stick to them. And with that, which is like point number three, but it just flows right into it, is to set your boundaries. And again, to go back to the topic, since I've kind of gone on a tangent here from Michelle Obama, just this is the quote that really changed my life for me to take control of my time. One of the things I realized, if you don't take control over your time in your life, Other people will gobble it up. Just going back to that. So now we have, we know our priorities. We've made appointments with ourselves and we're sticking to them. We're setting boundaries with the people in our life. And when I say setting boundaries with the people in our life, not, this isn't everyone. It's just the people who are taking advantage of our time and gobbling it all up, as Michelle would say. We need to look at those people and set our boundaries now. So I'm not saying, you know, cut everyone out of your life, put up some walls, close the door. You know, you still want to be open with the people you care about because the whole point of this is to make time for, I mean, priority might be family for the people. So I'm not saying all people in your life. But those people that take advantage of it, a specific client, you know, and I know I said put a face or a name to that one client, but you're going to see that client or that individual in all different forms in your life. And there are those time sucks out there that don't care about you and they are just taking advantage of your time. And you know what? They probably have been like that for so long. They don't even know that they're doing it. So you can't be mad at them for that. And again, You let them do that. You did not put up your boundaries. You did not put your phone on silent at 7 a.m. You picked up that call from your boss at 8. What else? What other boundaries? Okay, these are all where I let people take advantage of my time, but I'm just letting you learn from my mistakes. But, so boundaries goes hand in hand with making those appointments as well. I feel like they go they work really well together. Um but yes, setting those boundaries, knowing what they are. So look at the people. And again, they're going to come in all different forms, but use the people now in your life to put your boundaries up. Figure out what they are. And again, it's not that person because I realize, and now I'm going back to the few different jobs that I had, I let every boss, every client, every colleague take advantage of my time because I was the yes girl. And that's going to go into the next one. Um, But I didn't set boundaries. I didn't say, 
you know, if I was too busy, no, I can't do that. Or sure, I'll come in at 6 a.m. Um, sure, let me just jump right out of bed on a Sunday and go get that for you, boss. Because she wouldn't do that for me. I mean, it doesn't even matter if she would do that for me or not, but I didn't set those boundaries. And I created these expectations that it was okay for them to treat me a certain way because I responded to it. And by me doing that, I said, oh, it's okay. I didn't put up any walls, any boundaries. And they thought it was okay. And I made them believe that. So you kind of have to look at yourself on this too and look back at your track record. You know, that was a big part of it is I kept pointing blame at all these people like, how dare them take advantage of my time? You know what? I never set the boundary. So through the past year with setting appointments, I put up boundary markers and I refused to pick up that call or that text message when I felt it was overstepping my boundary. And eventually that boss, that client learned, do not call me after 7 p.m. We never really had the conversation. Sometimes for that pushover that's, you know, it's hard to speak our mind because I'm one of them. I'm That's actually one of my hardest things. Well, that's, you know, a way to go about it. Your actions, ooh, your actions speak louder than words. I haven't used that one in a long time. But let your actions speak. Let your actions set those boundaries. If you pick up that phone at 7 p.m., you just told that client or whoever it is that's taking up your time, your drunk aunt that likes to call you at 9 p.m., that it is okay to call you at 9 p.m. Yeah, so see, it could be anyone. It could be that, like, drunk aunt um, or a boss or a client. I have clients, you know, on the other side of the world, but I try and respect their time. I ask them to respect mine. So those boundaries are set. And last but not least, number four. Yes, only four. I tried to make it like a good number five, but I would have just been adding in fluff of things that I did not even put to the test. So I don't want to give you advice on something I haven't tried. So number four, learn to say no. When you learn to say no to things, you are now making time to say yes to things that you really, really want. This was a hard one for me. And for me, a lot of my, I guess, pushover history goes back into the workplace. So you'll see a lot of my examples going back to that. But I mean, your pushover to badass journey can be completely different. Um, And maybe you're looking in different aspects of your life where you need to take control of that time and take control of your life. So just use these as examples, but find your own way to use these four points to your advantage. So saying no, um, saying no goes along with making appointments for yourself, setting boundaries. Um, so all of these items, that action items that I've put out there all work hand in hand, but I want to dive a little bit deeper into saying no. I have no idea who told me this. It was like a girlfriend of mine or something. She was like, you got to say no to things. You won't have any time to say 
yes to the things that you really want. And now that I'm thinking, I don't think that was a girlfriend. That was like one of those, I read a lot of self-help books. Well, we'll call them self-growth. Um, I think that actually came from You Are a Badass, which is like the best book ever. The thing that has pushed me over the past year and a half through this journey. You know, that's, anyways, that, that's a whole another story. But say no. And when you say no to things, you don't have to say it so bluntly. And I think for the timid pushover individual, because I was there, it's really hard to say no. So the easiest thing is just to say yes, no matter how uncomfortable it is, and just go along with it. And no matter how much it's taking advantage and taking over our life, we say yes to it. And, you know, this goes back to the appointment. We say yes to doing things even if we have to break important appointments with ourselves. Or not really that important, but don't break your appointments, no matter what. But say no, like, just an example, which um, this past Friday, there was an event, and a girlfriend of mine was so sweet. She invited, she's like, hey, I have an extra ticket. Um to this fun drinking event. Honestly, before I'd be like, oh yes, definitely. I didn't know how to say no to her. And just getting, and that's my hardest part, saying no to people that I really care about and really like. Um, But I don't like to stay up late and I knew I wouldn't enjoy myself. I'd rather sit home, binge watch Netflix, go to sleep early, wake up and do a podcast. (laughs) But, and feel good in the morning. Um, So I just thanked her and I was honest. I was just told her, you know, I appreciate it. You know, I just want to stay in tonight, but thank you. Um, But there's different ways to say no. Like, for example, going back to setting boundaries, making appointments for yourself. Between like 6 and 8.30, I do not answer my boss's calls. Like those are appointments and boundaries I have set with myself. Um. And by me not answering, I am saying no. And by me saying no, I just made time for myself. You'll see I sit in my hammock a lot. To read, to journal, to maybe clean my house, to get myself straight. It just gave me more time to say yes to myself. And yes to the things that I want to do. And that's as simple as that one goes. So say no. So you can say yes to you and your life. And, you know, give yourself more time so you can decide what to do with it. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. So that's that for today's podcast. Taking control of your time. And in turn, taking control of your life. Thank you so much for joining me. A quick recap on that. So we went a little bit deeper into it, and then we're taking it to the streets. We're putting some action into it because you're never going to change sitting here and listening to me. You have to go out and do it. So know your priorities and stick to them. Really take the time to know them, to order them, to, you know, make sure you have those priorities right. Put that piece of paper in your wallet or whatever and bust it out anytime you feel a little uneasy or you know you don't want to do something. Use this piece of paper 
to be your backbone, to be the roots, to be the support of you moving forward in this badass journey. Make appointments with yourself and stick to those. That's really important. Start with one day, then move to one week, but make those appointments. Do not break them. No matter how silly they seem, do not break them. If just your appointment is leaving work at five and just doing whatever the heck you want after that, even though there's no real appointment with anyone, appointment can be anything. You don't need to elaborate. You have an appointment, okay? Um, Set those boundaries. Put the boundary markers up, follow them, follow through of them. Let your actions, I mean, you can speak up if you want, if you're there, awesome. It's really hard for me to speak up about things. I'm getting better, but I've used my actions to set those boundaries and learn to say no. You can say it in all different ways through your actions. There's kind ways to say it. Um, there's ways to divert saying no, which I didn't get to that one. So I'm just going to go back a little bit as we in there, different ways to say no. So for example, someone wanted, you know, I'm going to go back to a client. Um, I can meet you at seven 30. I didn't know. I was not going to rush out of the house. I do not work well that way. I know I'm setting myself up for failure. I said, you know, I can't at that time. And I gave an alternate time. So it was like I kind of said no, but I kind of said yes. So I said, hey, how about 10 a.m.? I can meet you here. And, you know, they sometimes put their foot down. We come to a resolution that's happy for both of us. But I said no to their first request because it didn't work for me. But I gave them an alternative, so I still said yes. But taking control of my time. Anyways, hope all that made sense. So that's the last one. Say no so you have more time to say yes to you and your priorities and your life and building that badass empire you want for yourself. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast for you to take control of your time and take control of your life on Push Over to Badass. This is Corinne King, and I look forward to having you back on this journey as I grow and as you grow and we, as we all take control of our life and become the badass that we know that we can be.